downtown Sheridan. Enjoy your dinner experience with an indoor garden vibe, great wine and beer selection, fun cocktails, and a full dinner menu. Tara's Craft Kitchen will fill your plate with scrumptious meals and a fun, friendly atmosphere. Tara's Craft Kitchen, 330 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. At Prime Rick Motors, they recently had a customer stop in that had no trade-in because they wanted to give their car to their grandson for a graduation gift. Prime Rate's team went right to work, first determining what they had in mind and what Prime Rate had on the lot. He wanted a pickup. She wanted an SUV. In the end, they were fitted into a ute that fitted their lifestyle perfectly and was financed right there in-house, and they drove both cars home. Problem solved here at Prime Rate Motors Super Trailer Store, 2305 Coffee Avenue in Sheridan. Hi, this is Dan Marshall with Captain Clean, and I'm proud to be a part of Wyoming's premier cleaning company. Whether we are extracting flood water from your home, cleaning a valued oriental rug, or helping you breathe healthier by air washing your ductwork, we are committed to ensuring our service is the best and our prices fit your budget. Call Captain Clean today, 672-0726, or stop by anytime and tour our rug cleaning facility located in the heart of downtown Sheridan. We clean more for you. Jim Markle Sr. doesn't talk about his time in Vietnam, but he's carried it with him ever since. It wasn't until 1980, five years after the end of the Vietnam War, that the condition post-traumatic stress disorder was even identified. One minute we're in combat, next minute we're back home. It was just too much. The Wild Film Festival presents Return, a story that documents a father-son trip to Vietnam to hopefully gain an understanding of events that ultimately shape their relationship. He brought something back from Vietnam. He's carried it with him for 40 plus years now, and I think he's gonna leave it behind. I hope he can. Return, just one of the films at this year's Y.O. Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st. I also like to see what happened to those units who were left behind. We were supposed to pull a lot of people out of Vietnam, and we just left and abandoned them. See the full lineup and get your tickets at yofilmfest.org. Since 1971, Ole's Pizza has been serving the Sheridan area, so it comes with a mix of sadness and anticipation that Ole's is closing permanently on Saturday, September 30th. Please be patient as the staff is very limited and some menu items will be discontinued until the last day of business. Take a trip down memory lane on the Ole's Facebook page and be sure to share your own experiences. The Bennett family appreciates every one of you from the bottom of their hearts and will miss you tremendously. Last day of business is September 30th. Thanks, Sheridan. Hi, this is Christy Kingholm of Buffalo Royalty, and let's talk about 18 Jerome Place on over eight acres of land located close to town off of the TW Road in the Hilton Minor subdivision and a great view of the Bighorn Mountains and Red Hills. You can purchase the lot if you are planning to build your dream home. Seller is a prominent builder and can build your home for you. Seller has floor plans available to choose from along with the prices for building. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning, I am joined by Traylon. Fort Phil Kearney and LX Bar Ranch State Historic Site Superintendent Sherry Shada. That's a mouthful, my friend. 
Good morning. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Uh, you got all these sites uh, that you're you're superintendent of. How was the summer up at the fort? Because that's really busy during the summer, right? It is. It is very busy. We had a good turnout. Um, it's interesting to see where people come from. We get a lot of international visitors. Really? Yeah, people who've studied about the fort. It's on their bucket list. They want to come here. They're shocked at how big the area is. They want to see it in person. They've had this idea in their head, and and they come with the book that they've read most recently in hand, and then they're just in awe of the space and how open and big it is. You know, I had a, a teacher who, um, he taught history there in junior high, social studies, it's called there, but he went over to France once, and he said, boy, you show up, and, and uh, that part of Europe, they've got, or at least back in the 90s, had these misconceptions that we, you know, there were very few of us who, who had running water, electricity, <laughs> you know, they'd come over and were just kind of surprised at, at the fact that we had the the amenities that the civilized world had. Uh, so the, the perception uh, from at least a few people in Europe is that we're all still out here on the plains. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you see that a lot? No. Do you hear that? No? No, no one's no. ever talked about that before? No. That, I just think it's so interesting. Do you ever, uh, in your conversations with these individuals who travel, is there like a fascination with the cowboy culture and the the Native American interactions? I mean, uh, it's almost kind of, you know, you reach a certain age and history really becomes a big thing. Do you get a lot of those folks that just starry eyed during some of these presentations? Yeah, they um, kind of seem to be enamored with all of it. The whole story. Yeah. Not necessarily one way or the other they just want to talk about everything yeah yeah just want to go and kind mm -hmm. of immerse themselves in the entire experience i think that's amazing you know you go over to europe we've got all this history and prehistory dawn of the western civilized world but you know when we separate that out i guess if that was kind of all you studied in school being able to come to the west would be just a fascinating experience one reason why I say that is a lot of times we tend to take for granted the history that we have right in our area. That's why I love to go up and visit Fort Phil Kearney. Uh, did you see a lot of visitors this year? We did, yeah. Uh, we have good turnout there. You get the people who, um, like I said, this is on their bucket list, they want to come. And then you get the people who saw the restroom symbol on the brown highway sign. And <laughs> where are they? Yeah. <laughs> you have to explain it. <laughs> and then they're really interested. And so um, that's really good. So they come to the fort uh, and then also the wagon box and fort, uh, I mean, the Fetterman fight site as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, visited all three of those sites. And uh, I really kind of like that feeling when you're out there, and you and I've talked about this before, where nothing has really changed that much. I mean, the view that you're seeing is the view that these soldiers and these indigenous people saw every single day. And it really kind of immerses you into the history of the area. Yeah, you can feel it, it's incredible. Yeah, and, and out of all the sites that you manage which one gets the most attention during the summer um from visitors yeah 
Uh, that's hard to say because they're so different. I mean, not the Alex Bar because it is close to the public. Right. But so. the Trail End is a fascinating, <laughs> right. beautiful it area. Is. It is. And, and we get different visitors from the fort. And we get the people you know, who have lived here their whole lives and they always bring their out-of-town visitors here. We get the tour buses. We have people who come on their daily walks through there. Oh, wow. Um, and, but it's only four acres. And then the fort is, you know, over 1,200 acres. So it's, it's just, it's hard to compare because they're such different places. But uh, they both, let's see, I think the mansion got about 17,000 people using the grounds and the museum and viewing plays at the Carriage House last year. And the fort was at about 20,000 or so for people who come in. You know, the museum's only open six months a year, but the grounds are open year round. And so tracking people who come in just for hunting or hiking, uh, yeah, it's a different usership. I mean, they come in and really just enjoy the area. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're looking at all three of these sites, and I know you're doing a lot of work out at the LX bar, Mm -hmm. aren't you? I mean, you guys are basically trying to get that to be the next big state park possibly i mean i hope so i think that would be fascinating <laughs> it would be great we we just need a way to get the public there yeah um we've stabilized the buildings fenced them off so that um neighboring cattle don't come through and rub up against the stone columns and twist them and which was happening <laughs> as they rub against them that was interesting and then taking care of weeds um um, and and so just managing the property, making sure it's being taken care of, that's what we're doing out there, yeah. preserving it. And now, right now, there's an issue about just getting to the site itself. That, yes, that could... it's landlocked by private land, We and it's on the wrong side of the Powder River. Uh, the county road is on one side of the river, and the ranch is on the other, so we just, just need a bridge to go <laughs> only, the river. We only need a bridge. <laughs> no <That's>... big deal. <laughs> What is it like to be the superintendent of all three of those sites? I mean, you've got busy days. I do. It's a lot of time management, but it's really fun. I have a lot of really great staff members at each place. They're the people that you'll see when you come visit. They know everything about it. They can answer all of your questions. Um, Some of them are starting out for the first year there. Some of them have been there for more than 20 years. And so we've, we've got the knowledge there. And it's really great to have those people on the ground that can keep the sites up and running so that I can go around and um, do all the other things that have to get done. Now, a lot of the, those things that you got to get done, that's like very leadership kind of mm-hmm. orientated stuff where you're making decisions on the fly. You know, hey, we had a problem. Okay, let's do it this way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. can only imagine uh, the problems that you faced out at the, the bar ranch because that, Trying to refurbish. I mean, if anybody's ever done any kind of home project, oh. <laughs> this is on a grand scale, isn't it? Yeah, that, yes, yes. Um, that's a whole different animal. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think that one day, uh, possibly, we'll have the fort fully restored? Is that even something that we're exploring? Do you mean rebuilt? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It was discussed when it became a historic site in the 80s, and the feeling then is how I feel today. Um, When the Army abandoned the fort in 1868 and they gave the land back to Red Cloud and his people, they gave it back. And 
it was burned down. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, and we've put the stockade wall back up, and we're interpreting it as a fort again. And it's, I think, very disrespectful to past history to rebuild the fort again. So interpretation yes reconstructing the whole thing no yeah i would i would absolutely agree with you Mm -hmm. on that you know um uh, it would almost seem like well we're going back on this exactly you know even just i I understand it's all symbolic but at the same time Mm -hmm. we made deals and and i would agree with you on that uh right down to the T. Now, how did those presentations go with the American Indian Interpretive Rangers? Great. We had great turnouts. We had four total. Each student gave two presentations. They were very popular, lots of public support, and um, we really look forward to continuing this program next year. Oh, so it will continue. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed speaking with Jacob when he was here, and and I hope to see him again, but uh, from the sounds of it, he's going to be pretty busy (laughs) he's continuing his education uh he's going off and doing some really great things i think maybe we'll see him again but it'll probably be a couple years now there were some star parties up there this summer were those attended well yeah, the first one was a, a talk about constellations, the the ones, the Greek um, uh, constellations that we're all familiar with, those stories. And then our Northern Cheyenne student, Trey, talked about the stories that the Northern Cheyenne have for the stars. And then that was so popular, people called back and asked if he was doing this again. So we expanded it and this time moved it outside. Our first program was in a little tiny room that could only hold 18 people and that's how many we fit in there. <laughs> and the next time we had about 70 people show oh, up. Wow. We had it outside around a campfire and he it was just him. He told more stories. It was so great. And then when it got dark enough, um, another superintendent from um thermopolis hot springs state park brought over some fancy telescopes and shot, uh, told showed people how to use those and then they could track stars that way and uh, the public was able to um, see more constellations 70 people in attendance mm-hmm. on a on a, a not necessarily a rerun but nope. on a, an yeah. extended program yeah weekday night a weekday night even that's an amazing <laughs> turnout uh yeah. so i think more than likely you guys will continue these star parties and constellation talks yeah yeah we really are trying to get that observatory up and running and we keep saying it but we really are working on it and once we can get the um roof to retract uh the telescope inside works just fine the problem is getting the roof to retract and then close back up uh once we can get that going then we can do more events out there that was going to be my very next question how's the sky lab (laughs) yeah everybody wants to know well it's it's such a uh useful beautiful tool yeah. you know and to be able to say like take a, a group of kids up there and let them see something yeah. like that that we've got in our own backyard i think that's amazing mm-hmm. you know you could be inspiring little astronauts right there <laughs> explorers looking at a new frontier yeah. which i think is absolutely amazing and speaking of programs we're going to talk about the upcoming full moon tours when we return you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe at 103.9 fm Share it in. First 
Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Ukrainian native and world-renowned pianist Dmitry Kony performs at the Y.O. Theater tonight at 7. Receiving his first piano lesson at four years of age, he later went on to study in Kiev before earning the bronze medal in the 16th Van Cliburn International Piano Competition. Get your tickets today for Dimitro Kony at the Wyo Box Office or online at wyotheater.com. Crackleton's is now back for dinner on Monday nights. And attention all ladies looking for a fun night out with your girlfriends? Come join us at Crackleton's Monday evenings where ladies get happy hour prices all evening. Relax and unwind in our stylish and welcoming atmosphere and let our friendly staff take care of all your needs. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or just catching up with friends, dinner at Crackleton's Mondays with our ladies night is the perfect way to do it. Don't miss out. See you on Monday evenings at Crackleton's. Ride for a great cause. Old Man G, Buddies RC, and Sheridan Media are coming together Saturday, September 30th for the 11th Annual Poker Run that benefit the Christmas Wish Campaign, helping people in need during the holidays. Ride or drive for only $10 a poker hand. Sign up, start at the no-name at 10 a.m., then enjoy the ride, ending back at the no-name for the final draw. Kickstands are up at noon. Ride or drive for a great cause. The Christmas Wish Poker Run, Saturday, September 30th. You know that old saying that people that live in stone houses shouldn't throw glasses? Well, the same goes for the guy who swears at his 4 before because it don't run right. Handos. You heard me. Handos Service Center will take the cussing out of you and your 4 before's relationship. Bring that bad boy in and get it tuned up, fixed up, and accessorized so it gets you where you want to go and then back again. Don't bark up the wrong tree. Bark up the right tree. Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Join Nova's Glass Tuesday, September 19th, noon to 2 p.m. for their open house in their new location at 1034 Broadway Street in Sheridan. Stop by for light hors d'oeuvres, meet owners Jim and Cindy Wolf, and visit with their staff. Giveaways and door prizes you don't want to miss. Same great service you've come to trust, just in a new, larger location. Nova's Glass, open house Tuesday, September 19th at 1034 Broadway Street in Sheridan, just north of Sheridan Honda. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. Trail End and LX Bar Ranch and Fort Fear, Phil Carney, State Historic Site Superintendent Sherry Shada, is with me today. We were talking about how everything's been going on up at the fort 
LX Bar Ranch and Trail Inn in the first half. We've got some programs coming up. One in particular is a favorite in the area. There's people who attend this every single year. Let's talk about the Full Moon Tours. When are these taking place, Sherry? These are going to be September 29th and 30th this year. It's a Friday and Saturday. Usually they take place in October, but it's going to be at the very end of September this year. Why the move? Well, the full moon in October is the very end of October. We've had to cancel it because of frigid weather before, and I didn't want to run into that again. Yes, yeah, I've I've gone on, uh, I think, this tour two, maybe three times, and there was one time where I took my daughter up there. Holy goodness, it was cold, Sherry. Mm -hmm. It was really cold. We still had fun. It was still fantastic, but it was just a little chilly. So I can understand why you've moved that up a little bit. So folks who take this tour every year, let me uh, know this. It's going to take place at the end of September, not in October this year. What do these tours cover for those who haven't attended in terms of content? What are we looking at when we get there? Uh, We're talking about the, um, I guess, darker, more graphic side of Fort Life, things that aren't always pleasant topics like um, disease and, and, um, you know, injuries, wounds, what it was like to live out there, to be so isolated, and the the fear that comes with that and it's a whole disruption of what you've known your whole entire life and you're in an area that you're not wanted in but the army said it was fine bring your soldiers bring your wives bring your children it's fine (laughs) (laughs) not as advertised yeah Um, i would say so yeah so just talking about not just not just the facts you know it's the largest stockaded fort in the west it's 17 acres you can learn about that when you come during the daytime and hear about those facts but at night we're going to be talking about it from a more personal standpoint and get into the grisly details my daughter and i were up there and i took her to the edge just as the moon was right there. It was absolutely beautiful. I know why you call them full moon. Yep. Tours. Uh, But as we stood there in the silence and the darkness, you know, I told her, try to put yourself there. You're a soldier walking the stockades in the middle of the night. Any sound could be someone coming to get you. Mm -hmm. Could be wolves out there. Could be anything happening just beyond your walls. There's going to be some uh, trepidation for sure. Yes. (laughs) Now, where do, where do the volunteers get the stories that they tell? Do we have journals? Do we have things that people left behind? We do. Um, Colonel Carrington was the f- first fort commander, and his first wife wrote, um, she kept a diary. She wrote a book about her time out there when they got back. And then his second wife was also there, but she was married to Lieutenant uh, Grummond at the time. And so she also wrote a book about her time out there. So we've got the viewpoints from two women and then, you know, the, the daily life, the more personal details, but then we have the army documents, the daily things, you know, what happened each day, the, the real, just the facts kind of like the log right yes yeah yeah yeah. and so we've got that we've got um all these primary documents that 
are there for research and and some of the people are first-time volunteers and they're getting their script that's been written from research and other people are reenactors who have been doing this for a long time and they just know these stories and it's what they portray so it all comes from from primary documents and research that's amazing now Mm -hmm. uh, I know the Fort sells a lot of uh, books up there um, are, are these stories available in book form up there? Yes, we have both of the women's books. Um, Margaret Carrington's book is called Absaraca, Home of the Crows, and or Home of the Crow, and uh, Frances Grumman Carrington's book is called My Army Life. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's putting it pretty bluntly. Yep. <laughs> now, so this is uh, how these individuals prepare for their role. They mm-hmm. sit down and they kind of look at the character that they're going to portray when we get up there and we actually see the actors are they portraying an individual person that we know for sure was up there yes um some people will be a specific person and you may hear them you know give your their story other people you know like a laundress is a composite you know we know what the laundress's job was we know what happened there so she'll be describing something but it's not going to be from a diary of a laundress it's composite of what happened we just know their day-to-day life we yeah. know the things that they would have had to have done and, and faced yeah the soldiers who are there we know what soldiers did they're going to be demonstrating what soldiers do now how do the volunteers get their gear and uniforms for this kind of stuff do they make these uh you can buy them okay um, from reenacting groups um sutlers they have online sutlers oh, wow, that's <laughs> People, it's a whole industry yeah yeah so the reenactors have their own gear and uh the fort has some things um so kind of between the fort and the reenactors and people's personal collections, everybody's outfitted. Well, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun just to own anyway. Maybe putting a shadow box <laughs> hanging up on the wall. That'd be pretty cool. What are some of the issues that we should keep in mind when we do head up there? Uh, I talked about the cold before. Should we be ready just in case? Um, yeah. Yeah. Dress for the weather. Um, you know, if it's extremely cold we will cancel it but hopefully in two weeks it won't be that frigid so but you will be outside for about 45 minutes so dress accordingly when you get there be aware that it is very very dark out there Uh, there'll be people to show you where to park and so you'll come in park walk to the visitor center and check in so they know you're there and then you can get in on your correct tour time and then you'll be taken through the fort Um, there will also be refreshments and Inside the visitor center that you can have before or after your tour the bookstore will be open um, but because these tours do sell out it's important to get your tickets ahead of time we definitely sold out last year oh yeah absolutely oversold actually uh so where where and when can i get mm-hmm. my hand on those tickets yeah you can get them online anytime at fortphilcarney.com and um or you can call the fort directly and that's 307-684-7629 now uh, sherry i want to thank you for coming in and talking to me about the fort and the, the bar ranch which i really hope we find a bridge for <laughs> maybe someone's got one in the backyard that they're not using but uh it's it's a lot of work that you do uh but my first visit to sheridan included that fort included these historic sites and so i might have a you know an outsider's perspective on sheridan is an area that is absolutely chucked 
full of some of the best history Wyoming or even the nation has to offer. If you haven't gone up there or visited these sites, folks, I would uh, definitely suggest it. And before I let you go, we are planning uh, things to start happening up at Trails Inn as well. Uh, the season's coming for Christmas and all those celebrations, right? Correct. Uh, if you would like to help us decorate the Saturday before Thanksgiving at 9 o'clock, we start decorating. So come on up to the mansion. And then our holiday open house is uh, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And then we have our Christmas with the Kendricks tours through the house with actors, and that is is the third weekend of December, I think the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Everything's on our website, trailend.org. It's another event that tends to sell out pretty quickly, folks, so you want to make sure that you get in there. Sherry, thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to speak to the man behind the Y.O. Phil Festival. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Fall into wellness with Atlas Chiropractic and the healing touch of Dr. Colin Hardy. As the leaves change, so can your approach to health. Dr. Hardy is dedicated to the transformative power of chiropractic care during this vibrant season of change. Whether you're seeking relief from seasonal discomfort or wish to elevate your overall wellness, Atlas Chiropractic is your haven. Their tailored treatments backed by years of experience ensure that you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Don't let discomfort hold you back. Embrace life's beauty to the fullest. Go to visit Dr. Colin Hardy and welcome the fall season with open arms and a healthy spine. Call 672-6000 for an appointment. 672-6000. Atlas Chiropractic. Nurturing your well-being one adjustment at a time. At Sheridan Funeral Home, we are very proud of what we do and promise that we will take care of your loved ones with the respect and dignity that we would want for our own loved ones. We respect all faiths, creeds, and customs. To us, this is a service and a ministry to our friends and community members and a passion that we have to be there when you need us. Visit SheridanFuneral.com or call Kimberly or Carrie at 307-683-9200. Sheridan Funeral Home and Cremations, compassionate service for the Sheridan community. Moss Holders wants you to be ready for guests this upcoming holiday season. So right now, all dining room furniture is on sale. Moss Holders has a large in-stock selection of dining sets, but if you can't find the perfect set in our showroom, all orders are on sale too. Even better, almost all orders will arrive in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so you can make memories around a new dining set this year. Choose from tables that seat 10 or 12 guests or downsize and find a set perfect for four or two people. 
That's Moss Holders Dining Room Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I'm curious, do you love your home? If so, great. We hope you continue to cherish what you can call yours. But if you had conversations with people who say that the right home for them is hopeless, the market has its challenges, but we don't want your friends, family, and people you know to feel like home ownership is impossible. So we're asking, do you know anyone looking for a new situation, whether it's their first home or a new home? Best is here to provide creative ideas and help those you know feel more prepared and hopeful than ever before. Call me, Colton, at 675-BEST or visit bestwi.net for all of your real estate needs. Proudly brokered by EXP. September signals the perfect time to hit the road, so don't search any further than Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, your choice for the latest and coolest vehicles. Waring Chevrolet is welcoming a fresh wave of the newest and most impressive new Chevrolet models, from the rugged Silverado to the spacious Suburban and everything in between, like the sleek Tahoe, versatile Traverse, bold Trailblazer. With their selection of new inventory, discover the Waring way of buying vehicles. 107 East Alger, online, WaringSheridan.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining me for the second part of our show this morning is YO Film Festival organizer and executive director, Justin Straup. Good morning, Justin. I said that hey, name right, you right? You got now, it. Right. Nailed it. Now, uh, we were having a discussion beforehand. The Straups uh, are taking over Sheridan. It's good yeah. to hear. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of Stroops, uh, but there's, there's, there's very few Straups. Uh, no relation, other than we spell... All of our names the same. <laughs> and pronounce them differently. And pronounce them differently. You know, it's it's potato, potato. Absolutely. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Right? Yeah, right, right. I always love hearing British people say tomato, tomato. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah See, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> getting off there. Soccer, football. <laughs> Justin, it's great having you back. Uh, the film festival's coming up here in just a little bit. So the it's been going on since 2018. Uh, let's search back through time. Yeah. What really inspired the creation of the film festival in the first place sure so uh i went to a film festival um you know i think lots of people like going to music festivals and uh you know whatever sort of festivals are out there uh in the world uh you know i guess Oktoberfest is probably a, a good one that's too. a well-attended yeah, one. yeah that seems to be well attended <laughs> but like music festivals like i love music but like going to music festivals like you know as you know a late teen early 20s person you know when you kind of tend to go to a lot more music festivals and stuff it never really uh it was awesome to see the music but it never really was like yeah this is my scene these are my people right you know so and then i went to a film festival and was like oh this is it this this is uh these are my people we you, you all go sit in the dark and watch a movie and never talk to each other this is great and uh so i was like uh, i went to a, a film festival out in uh camden maine uh, uh and uh it was it was incredible because I, I felt like like this little town in maine was like sheridan wyoming it's about the same size as sheridan but uh instead of uh kind of the western lifestyle it was a bunch of lobster fishermen yeah so instead of the mountains it was the atlantic ocean and uh, uh i was like yeah, this could happen in Sheridan. If I ever were to move back to Sheridan, I would want to, there should be a film festival in Sheridan. So when I moved back, uh, um, kind of the, the mid teens, um, uh, I, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do this because there was not a film festival in Sheridan. I know that there'd been a couple, uh, a couple runs at, 
having a film festival um, uh, here in Sheridan in the past. And I was just like, this this has got to happen. I mean, Sheridan is one of the most beautiful places uh, in the country, and we should show it off yeah. uh, a little bit. So worked with uh, Aaron Butler over at the Wyo Theater, um, Sean Parker Travel and Tourism, uh, chatted with them a little bit, and they said, yeah, this, this sounds great. Uh, if you want to be the the knucklehead that wants to try to do this will we'll help. <laughs> we'll at least yeah, back we'll, yeah, we'll say, yeah, good idea. So they were kind of egging me on a little bit and then uh, had a great conversation with uh, with uh, ERA Carroll Realty um, and, and you guys here at Sheridan Media about, okay, how do we really do this thing and you know, can we get some support to do this? And uh, you guys in Carroll Realty have, have been there from the beginning along with a lot of other community partners. But uh, then it was, okay, we got a little bit of a budget and let's do some work. And uh, uh, so, so for the first uh, three years of the festival, it was, it was fully volunteer. Um, I still just volunteer my time. Uh, at year four, we had to start paying a, a guy that does some marketing for us. So we, he gives us a great deal uh, on some of our marketing stuff just because he does so much for the festival. I was like, it, it, you got to get paid something. Yeah. So, so he, gets, he gets a little bit to well underpay him for his time <laughs> and, uh, you know, trying to use, uh, use that community buy-in as responsibly as possible to get you know, every last drop out of every penny. And uh, six years in, we're, we're still going. Yeah, and going strong. I hope so. Yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> I mean, these are well-attended events. Yeah, they? yeah, lots of people. Uh, there, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of folks in Sheridan that, uh, that love going to movies. I think, I think uh, you know, a little shout-out to Centennial Theater and the Campbells over there. They, they, they have really done... Uh, uh, not to use this term lightly, they've done the Lord's work of getting movies in that that speak to a wide audience yeah. uh, of folks, and and uh, uh, and, and I think they kind of whetted the appetite for folks to, you know, go to a weekend of just really kind of off the beaten path movies that you know, great movies, but maybe a little bit more niche than uh, you know the most most recent Avengers movie or something like that, right? Which, I love those movies too, but uh, sometimes you want to have uh, something different than a little more in depth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, No offense against Avengers movies, because I can find hidden meetings. Yeah, you know, especially as a veteran, like you can sit there and you can really see a lot of different things in those movies, and I really enjoy the heck out of them. Yeah, they're awesome. But when it comes to indie movies, Mm -hmm. those are the ones you know when you step up and you walk away you're not talking yeah. about oh well so and so did this in the comic but he did that in the movie right with those indie movies man some of them hit really close to home yeah yeah i, I think i think that comes from like i would say it's uh it's much like you know shopping at like a big box store you know like you're you know, and nothing against the big box stores. If they want to sponsor the film festival, I will happily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, uh, you know, it's like going to a Walmart or a Kmart or, a, you know, a, a you know Best Buy or a Target or something like that, you know, uh, and then shopping at like one of our mom and pop stores downtown. Yeah. You know, it's you get a different experience. There's a different quality of product uh, in a movie like that. It's it's made with care yeah. and, and, and love. Uh, and it, so, so that's that's kind of the difference, I would say, is like you, you can buy your, you know, your, uh, you know, tailor-made uh, movie, or you can also buy, you know, 
the thing at Walmart too. And they're, they both serve a purpose. They're both great. They're both entertaining, but just a different level of, uh, uh, of, of movie making uh, yeah. in there. So, so that's kind of cool. And then, you know, these, all these filmmakers, uh, for example, this year we've got, uh, I think we've got a record number of filmmakers coming to Sheridan from all over the oh, country wow. uh, to be part of their screenings. So, so they'll be doing Q and A's after many of the, the movies. So you can meet the filmmakers, talk to them about, you know, uh, anything from, oh my gosh, this movie was incredible. Or if you don't like the movie, you can say, you know, what the heck? Why did you waste your time doing this? <laughs> you can tell it to their face. <laughs> and one thing that uh, I really love to do, and, and Aaron's been great about it, uh, a lot of other community theaters been great about having individuals with this creative mindset mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to put on a production, being yeah. able to actually sit and speak with them, learn their process, and then look at some of the creative decisions that yeah. they made. Yeah. That to me is just fascinating mm -hmm. to sit down mm -hmm. and, and it can add a whole new layer yeah. to a movie that you thought you knew inside and out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those guys, you know, when I bought Lord of the Rings, I only bought the extended edition right. with the eight hours of how did we make this three right. hour movie. Right. Right. And, and I loved it. I love yeah. sitting down and just watching how it's done. What's Absolutely. the process that Absolutely. they have to go through. Yeah. So I think these panels of people getting up there, uh, not only can you discuss the movie and how it was made, but you can also discuss the content. Yeah. Why was it made? Right, what right. were you trying to say? Right, right. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was that show that used to be on? Uh, this is probably dating myself, uh, but, you know, like it was on VH1. It was like behind the music. Yes, I remember you know, this. So yep. you, you just, you get to hear like why people were making the choice on their albums. It's the same thing like you were just talking about, Floyd. The uh, you know, you, why, why did you... You know, there was that really weird shot in the movie of you, know, you focused on whatever. Like, why, why did you do that? What was, you know, what was the symbolism of that or whatever? You know, and, mm -hmm. and you, can, you can hear that from the horse's mouth. But uh, I guess I, just to add on to that, though, um, you know, the, uh, I, think, I think sometimes uh, kind of you ask the question, like, why, why I love indie film? And I guess it's um, kind of with that, I think indie film can the, the name indie film or that title can kind of be off-putting or scary yeah. to some folks because it's like well that's kind of a a foofy movie or it's too artsy fartsy or whatever it's not a movie for me too deep right? too deep too or deep. just I don't want that I just want to go to a movie and have a good date night or whatever and I would say the movies that we have at the festival while they are independent films so independent means they just they don't have a major studio backing them so mm -hmm. these are folks that they scrambled scraped begged, borrowed, and stole everything that they could do to make this this dream project happen. So there there are small town business owners doing everything to make this vision happen. And and with that, their movies that they're making, they're very accessible to to everybody, especially the movies we've got here at the festival. So you don't have to be a big fan of indie film to enjoy these movies. You know, we've we've tried to make it accessible to everybody. We've tried to make it a festival for all sorts of folks, and we've had we've had lots of folks that maybe the one movie that they saw that year, they there was something playing at the festival that they liked, and they came and they saw the movie. And they're like, "That was great. That was a good date night." You know, I like kind of standing at the edge of the theater when people are walking out. You know, you listening hear, to the, listening to yeah. people like you know people on date nights, and you know the 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 gal saying, "That's the best movie I've seen since I can't remember." Yep. You know, it's just like. 
awesome. They had a good date night. It was a success. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So, you know, you're right. Sometimes, you know, you just want a good popcorn film. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, and we've and we've got some of those. We've got some of those too. And but you know, if you want to get a little deeper into it, we've got that too. So there's really something for everybody. So. And I think that's the the whole premise behind, you know, the festival yes. itself. Where yes. it's like we're gonna present you with all kinds of yeah. stuff. Um, you can take and leave what you want. You yeah. can go to this booth, maybe not go to that show, yeah. but yeah, yeah. you get what you want out of it. Yeah. In, in, uh, in your opinion, when you sit down with a film, yeah. and, and a film like music, there's yeah. just so many genres. Yes. There's so many different styles. Yeah. There's so many different levels of production. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's all good in its own right. Yeah. But there is something, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. What makes a good movie? Oh, a story. It's it's a hundred percent the story of that movie, you know, and, and that you can tell stories in different ways. They can look different. They can sound different. They, uh, like you said, they can be all different types of stories. But I think there's, I think there's something in our, uh, you know, like our lizard brain almost, you know, the like the the oldest part of our mind that, you know, cavemen sitting around a fire at night, you know. Uh, you know, people sitting in the dark together with, you know, the fire is your movie screen, you know, and, and somebody telling a story about, you know, whatever that is, you know, there, there's something about a story that is uniquely human. So I think, I think it is when a movie can tap into those truths uh, or just things that resonate with us as individual human beings that, that's when it's an incredible story. Uh, that's yeah. when it's an incredible movie. And um, so, so yeah, I think it's, can, can you, it doesn't matter your, you know, how old you are, your political affiliation, your, uh, you know, what you do for work, anything, you know, how much money you have in the bank or don't have, or, you know, married, not, whatever it, there's there's a ba- like a more basic level of humanity that I think a, a good story uh, brings us all together. Yeah, you know we all just kind of sit slack jawed, staring at the screen together. Like what happens next? And it's it's awesome. You know yeah. it's it's creepy, but like watch people in the <laughs> audience. I don't want to sound too creepy, but but you know you know that there are certain parts of movies, you know, having watched all the movies, it's like, I can't wait to see people, the reaction, the reaction of people to this part of the movie. And you know, that, you know, there's, there's certain movies that every year I'm like, Oh, this is going to be challenging. I don't know how this one's going to go over. (laughs) Are people going to love it? Are they going to hate it? You know? And, uh, uh, you know, there's certain moments in movies that, you know, if somebody laughs at a joke in a movie, you know, in the first five minutes, I'm like, okay, if, if they don't laugh at this joke, the rest of the movie is going to be really long. It's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe but this yeah. ain't the crowd. Right? Yeah. But it's cool to, it's cool to just see that, that, that dynamic and, you know, operating through the, the, the pandemic, you know, when, when things shut down, getting people back together in person is, I don't know, it's, it's, it's the best part of going to the movies. And I think that's, I, I'm really glad that you touched on that. All of us coming together, you know, from all these different backgrounds, mm-hmm. from all these different ideologies and belief systems, mm-hmm. but we can all come together and listen to a good story. Absolutely. We can all gather around that campfire. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, we're all a little slack jawed now. And yeah. Then, and we yeah. do it together yes. as a community. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really like the way that you look at that because I could understand why. 
you know, you as someone who, who works so hard to put this together, you know that part's coming up. You might want to peek out from behind the curtain yeah. just to see the looks on yeah. some of the faces yeah. as yeah. something takes place. You know, the alien bursts from the chest. Right. What are they all? How are they all going <laughs> to yeah. react to yeah. that? Does everybody type? laugh? Does everybody scream? You know, does everybody just walk out? You're yeah. Like, what are they, <laughs> What's going to happen? Do? Yeah. How many submissions do you get a year? Yeah. Uh, for for this festival. Oh, we get hundreds, hundreds a year from all over the all over the world. Um, so I think this year we had, uh, I'm trying to think, maybe about 400 submissions uh, from over 30 countries, uh, off the top of my head, and and that's that's uh, pretty much in line with with previous years. We get we get lots of submissions from all over. Those are shorts, feature length movies. Um, we've had a you know talking about all the work that, that it takes to put this thing together. Uh, my wife and I had a had a new baby here about uh, seven weeks today. Seven weeks Congratulations. ago. Thanks Congratulations! Thanks very much. She did all the work. <laughs> uh, she's at home doing all the work right now too. But uh, uh, but with that, a lot of a lot of folks have really stepped up to to help put the festival together this year. Um, you know, we've had some additional uh, help on you know wading through all those movies curating movies to to put the program together so uh, a lot a lot more help uh this year than in years past and it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened without all of those folks so yeah because yeah. you watch how many movies a year hundreds hundreds and, and that's hundreds. just for for the film fest that's not just you know my personal entertainment, personal yeah. entertainment. Yeah. You know, yeah which begs the question and i know i'm running out of time with you but uh, it begs a question when you turn this into work yeah how often do you go just to a movie nowadays? Or, or do you uh, think, you know, we got movies at home. We're going to go watch them there. As much as possible. So I think before the baby, I was trying to go to one or two movies a month. Um, oh, wow. Just because I love going to the movies. You know, it's, it's awesome. The experience The experience itself. of sitting in a theater is fantastic. So, um, yeah, all the time. But... Uh, 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 how are we doing on time? Floyd? Got about two. Well, can I talk about what we got going on Please this do. year? Please so, do. So uh, the festival starts next Thursday, uh, the 28th. Uh, we're leading it off with uh, The Big Lebowski. It's the 25th anniversary of The Big Lebowski, the Coen Brothers movie. So, <laughs> Trevor's celebrating that. Yeah. So uh, you know, come dressed up as your favorite Lebowski character. We'll be having White Russians. Uh, it's sponsored by uh, Cloud Peak Lanes, the bowling alley here in town. How <laughs> cool is it's, that? It's awesome. It's, if you've not seen The Big Lebowski, come check it out. It's hilarious. Great movie. Um, Jeff Bridges in it. It's it's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, we've got a great movie on Friday night. Uh, you guys are taking it, uh, part in a panel. It's called Storm Lake. It's a documentary about a small newspaper in uh, Storm Lake, Iowa. Uh, we've got a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist that's the editor of that paper in Iowa. He's coming to be part of a panel. Sheridan Media is taking part in that panel. Uh, Sheridan Press, uh, 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 Wyoming Public Media is also going to be part of it. So come meet your local journalists uh, and, and talk about how important it is to have facts. Uh, hometown journalism. Hometown yep. journalism. So uh, Sam Now, Saturday night, uh, great movie shorts on Saturday morning got a scary movie late Saturday night uh, and a great movie called Return about a, a Vietnam veteran that goes back to Vietnam on Sunday where do I get tickets uh, so you can get them at the YO theater or you can go to yofilmfest.org you can see a full lineup watch some trailers get some tickets uh, yeah yofilmfest.org 
Justin, thank you so much. I'm sorry thank I consumed so much of your time. It's, I'm, I'm always fascinated. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Happy to come back anytime. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Did your late aunt leave you with her home and her will and all 30 cats that have been living there for years and now you don't know what to do with the cat house? Bio-renovation can take it off your hands. The house, not the cats. No matter how bad it may be or what smells may be emanating from it, Bio-renovation will come out, take a look and make you an offer. Face it, you're not going to sell it any other way. Contact Bio-renovation today. Find them on Facebook or at wirenovation.com. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to get you going on your exterior painting projects. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Now's the time too. We're excited to help you with your exterior painting and staining projects. We have true value in PPG paints and stains. Many exciting options and color combinations for your outside project. Come see us. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. If you've been thinking about getting a new pickup truck, we have just the vehicle for you. The new Honda Ridgeline is great on and off-road with 280 horsepower, all-wheel drive, and the capability to tow up to 5,000 pounds. Can a Ridgeline tow that Talon I've been eyeballing? It sure can. The Ridgeline also has the two-way functioning tailgate, meaning the tailgate can fold down and swing open for easy access to the storage trunk in the bed. Come check it out yourself. Visit Sheridan Honda today. McDonald's restaurants in Sharon have the opportunity you've been waiting for. They're looking for enthusiastic open and closer crew members starting at an impressive $17 per hour. At McDonald's, Larry Starro and the crew are all about helping you reach your goals. Open and closer crew members are the heart and soul of McDonald's success. Ready to join the fun starting at $17 per hour? Go online to myhire.com or stop by any Sheridan McDonald's location to pick up an application. ERA Carroll Realty, Wyoming Corporate and First Federal Savings Bank ask you to help them fill the bus with food for the food group and the 700 school children assisted with weekend meals. It's as easy as shopping at Albertsons while the food group bus is there Saturday, September 23rd and at Ridley's on September 30th. Then donating a food item from the food list found on SheridanMedia.com. Cash donations are always welcome. Come on, Sheridan, help fill the bus for the food group, making a difference one kid at a time. KROE. Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio.